feel overextended by obligations? Is clutter consuming your head, heart, and home? If so, today's episode is just for you. I share something my dad shared with me that helped me go from confusion to clarity. This single piece of advice shifted the trajectory of how I implement strategies, which helped me shift my focus from the macro mess to the micro moments. If you're a mama looking to declutter and discover strategies to simplify, tune in to today's episode. Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life coach and messy mompreneur. And I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Welcome back to today's episode. We are talking about our second pillar, simplicity. If you've listened to previous episodes, you may know that we have three main pillars we focus on here at the Treasured Mama podcast, and those are identity, simplicity, and community. Today, we're going to cover all things simplicity. What I know about you as a mom is that you have a lot going on. Even when we establish a culture in our house, in our homes, in our environments, in our dwellings, even when we establish a culture of ease and calm and peace, there is still this thing called life. And life can invite in a lot of stuff And that stuff can be physical, emotional, spiritual, or any combination of those things. We will have seasons where we have more stuff coming in. Insert Christmas and birthdays. Incorporate natural rhythms of grace into your day-to-day activities. That is so important for us to be able to do because, oh, that's right, Jesus extended grace to us. We want to be like him. We want to incorporate grace into our day-to-day lives. I challenge you, beloved, to try out grace, God. We can't do it. It is important for you to know that giving yourself grace is not choosing to show up without excellence. Giving yourself grace is realizing imperfection is going to happen because you are a human being and doing the best you can knowing that is where we're at right now. I love encouraging moms to create natural rhythms, rhythms in your household, words like structure and routine and regimen and schedules and lists. I know can be overwhelming for some of you. I'm a list girl. I love a good list and I thoroughly enjoy finding the biggest, thickest black Sharpie marker I can to cross things off. If I'm being totally honest, in my past, I have even rewritten my to-do list and added things I didn't put on there before just so I could cross them off. Not my proudest moment, but a little behind the scenes peek there for you. And I share that because of this. I know sometimes we show up and we show up and we show up and we feel that the stuff is overtaking us. We feel that the commitments 
We feel the physical things. We feel the relationships are overtaking us. I just shared this recently in my membership group. We were talking about how do we engage with people and how do we know when God is calling us to release a current relationship that we have. And when I was talking with them, this reminder came up of something my father shared with me. He's such a wise man. Something he shared with me when I was younger and I was looking for my career choice. And he said, you want to find something that you love and then find a way that you can make good money to provide for your family doing that. So when I hear my dad say a logical choice, what I really hear is take every thought captive. We want to take every single thought captive. Why? Because the Bible tells us to do that. But in addition, he said, and add a flavor of your emotion. Feelings are feedback. And yes, they can be deceptive, which is why we don't let them determine every single action that we take. But they also don't need to be completely dismissed. Jesus came to earth and felt the feelings. He felt anger. It was righteous anger, but he felt anger. So it's time that we stop dismissing our feelings and let's reframe that so that instead of dismissing them, we are sort of diluting how much we allow them to be a decision maker for us. That could be an entire new episode, but when we are talking about simplifying, we're talking about this pillar of simplicity in our life, it's really, really important to know that in order to simplify, we need to identify how we are supposed to engage. If that's with people, if that's with things, if that's with prayer, which should be our first strategy. We want to go to God and prayerfully consider, Lord Jesus, what area of life are you asking me to simplify? Is it the stuff? Is it the commitments? What is that? And I almost guarantee you when you sit there and pause in his presence, you will receive revelation from him on where to start. However, I want to give you some practical tips as well so you can be activated in walking this out. Start small and build upon. So often we overestimate how much we can do in a day but we underestimate how much we can do in a moment. It is those consistent baby steps that we add up step after step that create the leaps and bounds by which we tend to gauge progress. Here's an example. So many women will come to me as a personal trainer and they'll want to talk about weight loss. And because my philosophy is to meet them where they're at, we will have a conversation around weight loss, knowing that the bigger issue is probably time management, knowing that the bigger issue is finding the why behind the what that drives their food decisions. Because I'm meeting them where they're at, we will have a conversation about weight loss. And one of the things that I know is many women will have this big audacious weight loss goal. They will overestimate what they can do in a month, something completely unhealthy, and they will grossly underestimate the power of the week. So they may have a goal to lose five pounds every week. Realistically, what's healthy is not more than two pounds for the average person. With that being said, it is those consistent weekly goals that add up to the leaps and bounds by which they tend to gauge progress. A lot of times women will dismiss 
I only did one pound of building muscle or losing fat or whatever their goal and objective is. But what we don't acknowledge often is the value of one plus one equals two. One pound in week one plus one pound in week two equals two pounds. And by the end of the month, that might be a total of four pounds. And that's what people tend to gauge progress by, the five pound benchmark, the 10 pound benchmark. And I give you that example because I know it's relatable for a lot of women, for a lot of moms whose bodies are changing. And it doesn't seem simple to walk out this health journey, but what I want to encourage you is this. If it's your health journey, if it's your home journey, if it's your healing journey, if it's your heart journey, whatever that is, you start with simple steps. Do those consistently. You will establish a habit, begin to see the fruit, and you will build upon that. So instead of focusing on the 10 pounds, focus on one pound at a time. Let's give you another example as it relates to this mentality of these leaps and bounds by which we tend to gain progress, but the value of the micro moment. You might be thinking, oh my goodness, by the end of today, I have to get this entire list of 30 things done. How am I ever going to do it? And you begin to partner with overwhelm. I want to encourage you, break it up. Later on down the road, we will unpack time blocking. Time blocking is something I use instead of sectioning every little minute off in my day, I have time blocks. We have a morning time block. We have a mid-afternoon time block. I have a work time block. We have a transition time block. We have an evening time block. And what happens then, each of those are like buckets. I put all the supplies that I'm going to need into that bucket and then I have that entire block of time to get the things done. So for myself, I know that I am very motivated in the morning to get my workout done, to have some Jesus time, and to take a pause. It's really hard for me to take a pause when we're in the transition time block of kids getting home for the day. So I just know with my personality, that's what works. For you, you might know you need to take a pause at that point in the day or you're going to partner with anxiety or overwhelm. So this is not a quote prescription of how you have to do things. This is more of planting seeds. You water them and find out how this works for your family. Going back to the 30 things on the to-do list, what would you say if I said you only had to focus on five of them at a time and you got to have some flexibility when you did them? This might look like picking three things to put in your morning time block. And when you put those things in your morning time block, it simplifies your headspace so you go from looking at things as overwhelm and shifting into a mindset of opportunity. That just sounds better, doesn't it? Overwhelm, opportunity. Opportunity generally is just a lighter word. It feels better when it comes off the tongue because it shifts our heart space and how we're showing up in the day to day. So you're probably wondering, Corey, we've talked a lot or listened a lot about how to work through these bigger tasks and make them smaller, how to group these things out into different bits and pieces. We've talked a lot about time management. How is that simplifying anything? 
Well, I'm glad you asked because when we are talking about simplicity, we have to have a game plan. So in summary, what have we covered up to this point? Number one, we've talked about acknowledging that there actually is a need to simplify. Remember, we're going to go to God in prayer and we're going to ask him to clarify. Heavenly Father, please, Lord Jesus, let me know what area you want me to simplify. And we can even change that language further and we can shift it instead of an obligation of of what do you want me? What do I have to? Shift it into an opportunistic speech pattern, which is what area do I get to? Do you see the difference there? Do you hear the difference? The tone? I have to go do this. I get to go do this. I have to do the dishes. It feels burdensome. I get to do the dishes. It feels like a delight almost. And I know that might be a stretch for you, but if we shift from a have to obligation into a get-to opportunity, we have an opportunity to be grateful for the food that was on the plates, to be grateful for the company we kept while consuming the food on the plates to nourish our bodies. So when you begin to reprogram your thinking and simplify your processes and your rhythms and extend grace in the day-to-day, you can completely shift the trajectory of how you show up in your day-to-day life as both a mom and a woman. Let's talk a little bit about what we've covered here today and how you can take your first step in walking this out. Number one, acknowledge. Yes, there is a need for simplicity. Number two, accept that going to God first in prayer is the way. That is your next step. That is the process. Then we want to access some of these practical tools we've talked about like time blocking, breaking things down into bite-sized pieces if we continue with a food analogy or breaking them down into micro moments instead of the macro mess. Micro just means small. So you take a small moment, you take one step, Macro means much larger. Macro is the big picture, right? You might see the mess of the day, but when you focus on a micro moment, you do the one thing. You get a quick win that builds up your confidence. You do the next thing and you begin to establish some momentum. And you do that in each of your time blocks throughout the day. Because another thing I know about mamas is we are really good at partnering with the seasons that God has established. There is a season of having a baby. There is a season of having a toddler, adolescent, teenager, young adult, adult, grandbabies. It repeats itself. So there are seasons and then there are cycles where those seasons repeat. And what I know about you is that you are tuned into the season. You feel when things are different. The challenge sometimes is advancing into the next season and not bringing the old into the new. This is why simplicity and simplification is absolutely necessary. When we don't simplify, we get clutter. And then we need to declutter. So if I can give you one key takeaway, it is this. Go to God and ask him, what is the area you want me to simplify, Lord? It might be relationships. It might be a certain area in your home with physical clutter. It might be with your thought process. Maybe you get to shift into taking every thought captive and releasing the things that are complicating that, adding unnecessary complexity. And here's a quick win, mama. Whatever it is that you pick, whatever it is that's on your heart, just know that you take that first step and it will build momentum. Write it down. Go to God first. Ask him that question. Lord, what area do you want me to simplify? 
And once you understand, okay, it's the physical things or the relational things or the emotional things. Everyone listening to this is at a different part in their journey. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but rather empower you to go to God and develop in your discernment to discover what that is. Because that is what this process is about, discovering the treasure. The very title of this podcast is Treasured Mama. We are going on all these journeys, these treasure hunts, these adventures with Jesus. I like to journey with Jesus and uncover the treasure that he has been holding for me to discover. And I encourage you to do the same. You're acknowledging, yes, I absolutely 100% need to simplify. Number two, you are accepting that God is the way and you're going to him and you're asking him. Then you're going to assess your situation. You're going to use some of those tools like time blocking, chunking things down, and then you access the fruit of that, having simplicity in your life, which reduces overwhelm and it promotes more peace. It creates opportunity to have more joy and it invites space for the next thing that God has for you. It is my absolute hope that this really planted some seeds about how you can do things differently to enhance your day-to-day life. And this pillar of simplicity is not just with people and relationships. It's not just with the physical things. It's not just about the emotional bandwidth. It is all of the things. We are going to look at things from a holistic approach when we are continuing to have these conversations around what is simplicity? Why do I need simplicity? How can I put that into my life? Because many of you treasured mamas have partnered with overwhelm for far too long. And I want to invite you into a season of being open to the opportunities God has set before you and keep tuning in so that we can identify how to steward the seasons well so that that we establish Christ-like cycles here and advancing forward. And you know what, mama? There's going to come a day where you begin to do these things naturally and it has overflowed onto the people around you. It will begin to infiltrate the atmospheres you encounter. Things will begin to shift and you'll have these little aha moments of holy moly, guacamole, Jesus, that used to be a struggle. And now it is a success story. And me being right here sharing this with you on a podcast using my voice is a testimony to that. I used to struggle and shake. I shared that in a previous episode just to speak in front of a couple people about something I had rehearsed, much less just simply speaking from my heart in a vulnerable way. And now there is a success story that can testify to you that because I simplified things in my life, that provided clarity for me to focus on the seasonal things so I could establish these Christ-like cycles that began to repeat in my life. And when I look at my life now, Actually, the time of this recording is my 10-year anniversary with my husband. And when I look back 10 plus years ago, oh my goodness, it is absolutely amazing in the last relatively short period of time how dramatically different my life is. But it doesn't happen by accident, beloved. It happens by simplifying the noise so you can focus on the season establish the cycles, and then that begins to overflow onto the people, places, and spaces that you encounter. 
Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you so much for the technology to share these messages. I thank you so much for the ability to have people before me that want to receive what it is that you're sharing through me, God. I thank you so much, Lord, for the woman's life that is listening to this right now, God. For the children that she is impacting. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for these strategies, these skill sets, this revelation that you have absolutely blessed us with. And so, Father, I pray that as we go out and we encounter people, places, and spaces in our day-to-day activity, Lord, that we are good stewards, that we show up as the image bearers that we are, God, and we represent your kingdom well as the kingdom ambassadors that you have called us to be. God, I thank you for your presence. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasured Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 